Hey everyone, it's Mike Rickheim. Thanks for joining us for another Getting to Know podcast. Today I'm joined by the director of U.S. Supply Chain, one Corey Ritchie, who's coming to us live from what appears to be a home office somewhere in Wisconsin. Where exactly in Wisconsin are you coming to us from, Corey? I'm in, uh, I'm in Sherwood, Wisconsin, which is on the, the north point of Lake Winnebago. So if I go across the lake, I'll, I'll hit the Nina Mill. So I'm in the, we, we have an office in our house. So I'm in the, the home office. Right? It looks like a very nice office you have, like nice drapery and French doors there. My wife is amazing at design, far better than me. So that's it's, good. it's not that's me good. at all. So when you go from, Sher- is it Sherwood, Wisconsin? Sherwood. Up around yeah. Lake Winnebago to the Nina Mill, how long a commute is that? About 20 minutes. How far did you grow up from Sherwood or Nina? Well, I was born and raised in, in Appleton, which is, um, you know, in the greater area of Sherwood of and Nina. Yeah. yeah, so born and raised, lived there my, my whole life. I've actually never lived more than 60 miles away from, from where I am right now. Gotcha. Now, you went to school at Wisconsin Oshkosh. So for those of us, even though I am from the Midwest, um, um, from a couple states over in Ohio. I'm not familiar with the geography like the way I should be. Where is Oshkosh from where you were? Is that within the 60 mile radius? It's about 20 miles south of, of okay. Nina. So you'll find when you, you live around here, everything's about 15 minutes away. So it's, gotcha. a, it's about 15 minutes away. Gotcha. You mentioned your highly uh, effective and efficient designing wife. Tell me about the rest of your family. I have three amazing kids. Um, I got a daughter, Sloan, she's seven, and then boys, um, 11 and 12. They're actually 51 weeks apart, um, Brody and Brack. Brody and Brack, what do they do for fun? Sports. Uh, They're multiple sport athletes, soccer, football, baseball, and one of them plays basketball. So big, big sports families at all Wisconsin all day long? Homer to to the core. Yeah, all Wisconsin all the time. Badgers, Brewers, Bucks. So if you had one day to spend, is that a Badgers game or at Lambeau? Badgers game. Yeah, Lambeau's great, but the atmosphere in, in Madison for a, for a Badger football game is pretty amazing. I, I had the experience of an Iowa game in the rain probably 10 years ago and a beautiful day against Minnesota, which was a big arrival. Then. Was that the Paul Bunyan game? Is, is yeah, the Axe, yeah. for sure. It was, a, it was a bigger rivalry than I – was familiar with, but it was, it, I would have to agree. Um, and I believe it was State Street Bratz. Um, yeah. Highly impressive. As a Homer, Wisconsin fan, who do you view as your biggest rival? It would have to be the Minnesota Vikings. So the, you know, I think it used to be the Bears years ago, but the Bears haven't been good for a few years. So we beat up on them a little bit. So it's, it's really the Vikings, the, the, the bigger competitor. Not as much fun to beat up on, on the Bears when they're down. Yeah, so true. Well, switching gears into your, uh, your other life, tell me about what you do at Nina, because you, you came out of school into a customer service role, right? And then have grown through the organization? Yeah, I did. I've been in the supply chain organization my, my entire career with, with Nina. So started in customer service, spent time in uh, production planning, and then back a little bit with customer service and um, transportation distribution, and, and now I lead the, the supply chain organization. How long have you been in that role? I've been in my current role um, since the, the functional realignment um, since uh, February, so about six months or so. So what's it like being in a center-led role? I mean, you're, you're borderline corporate schmuck like me. What's that like versus a, uh, you know, a, a more uh, business-specific or division-specific role? 
it's been really great. I mean, I have a fantastic team that I work with, a lot of great people. Most of them are, are in Wisconsin, so I have the pleasure of having my team around me. But then, um, you know, I, I get to interact with, with a lot of people in the organization, and, and, and it's been great. What's been the biggest pleasant surprise moving into this newly ro new role and newly created role, right? It didn't exist before? Yeah, it was uh, it was newly created. Um, pleasant surprise. Um, I would say the, the, just the organizational su support. So I think when we came into this role, we said, hey, the business might get a little bit lost uh, going functional and it might be all about the function. But, you know, at Nina, we do a really nice job of collaboration and, and staying in tune with each other cross functionally. And I think that's really been a, a great part of the, the, this role as it's developed. I've been really impressed with um seems like there this is overbroad and vague but seems like there's far less angst between the ops and supply chain crew and the sales force than in places i've been in the past like it seems like you know i don't know if that's an snop thing or it's a process thing or it's people um or maybe some combination what, what what's your thought on that yeah i think it, it's all of that because you're right i mean the, the the planning organization of the supply chain sometimes sits between cost and customer which can create a little bit of friction so you know i always say if everyone's happy or if somebody's happy you're probably leaning too far to one side so if everyone's a little bit uncomfortable you're probably doing a really good job and you know i think it is i think it's all that stuff it's relationships it's process it's it's all those things and i think we do a nice job of um, connecting and communication and making sure we, we we try to stay on the same page with everybody yeah a little bit of constructive tension so we talked about kind of the the, the pleasant surprise coming in what's the biggest pain in your butt on a, on a regular basis Corey? Well, I think right now the, the biggest challenge is just the, the business needs overall. So we've been in a, a tough spot as a business and, you know, working really hard to, to overcome some of the challenges. So I, I don't know if it's a, a pain, but more of a challenge. And, you know, it's, it's been fun and exciting and painful and, and all that stuff all, all together, I think. So I, I assume you're referring to the COVID impact and the impact on the yeah, volume and all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. How long have you been uh, working from home at this point? Um, since, uh, everyone was sent home in March. So, yeah. um, you know, for, for about, you know, five months and, you know, it's, I'm ready to go back, but we're making do and, and getting by. And my family's been great, uh, to kind of stay keeping me, uh, um, you know, able to, to do my work from, from home. Yeah. You talked about your great team as one of your favorite things about the role. So how have they been able to, um, to adjust and how have you had to adjust as a leader with, you know, working remote and so forth? Yeah, I think people in general um, have adjusted better than I would have expected. So going into to the work from home, you know, I thought, wow, we're going to lose productivity maybe and you know, people may stray, but I think everyone's done a really nice job of embracing the, the home office, um, staying engaged, delivering results. I think we've done a, a great job um, from, from everybody in the team, just kind of rallying around um, the crisis we've been in while being at home. And you miss things like communication, the hallway conversation, and there, there are certain things I think that would benefit. Um, but, but all in all, I think it's been really successful. If you had a magic wand, Corey, and could wave it at Nina, what would you wish for? Well, I would wish for us to all, all be, be together, um, you know, and you, you can't really do that when you have so many facilities and that sort of thing, but you kind of got, um, you know, the Alpharetta group and then the service center. And, you know, I think being together, it, you know, there, there'd be some synergies to that. Um, and yeah. I think so if the service center was in the same facility, that, that's probably the one thing that I'd, uh, I'd change if I could wave the wand. In, in terms of um, Nina Northeast and, and those that are, you know, more geographically remote, not just Alpharetta, but, you know, all the, all, all the stuff outside of, 
of the Valley there, do you feel like there's, um, you know, challenges around making those connections as well? Yeah, absolutely. I think when you're apart at different locations, it, it, it can be challenging to, to make those communications. I do think, you know, one of the great things that came out of everyone working from home and the crisis is the um, the ability for video chat and WebEx and that sort of thing. And yeah. I think that's really um, done a nice job of helping bring everybody to, together and helping with some of that relationship piece with, with people being remote. I completely agree with that. This is not technology that I readily accepted until it was, you know, kind of forced into it um, early this year. And, yeah, and now, now it's become, you know, pretty much uh, what we do on a regular basis. So I, I think that is one of the positives. So um, are you a movie guy? I, I like movies, but I don't have a really good memory. So I don't, I don't remember yeah. stuff from them, but, but I yeah, do enjoy them. Are you um, like a binge watching type of guy? Like anything on Netflix or Prime or anything like that? Yeah, I watch some Netflix and some Prime, yeah. What's the most recent thing that you've done some binge on that uh, you'd like the getting to know podcast audience to know about? Like a recommendation from one Corey Ritchie, director you know, of US I recently Prime. watched The Last Kingdom uh, in, on, on Netflix and that was fantastic. I, I really yeah. enjoyed it kind of in the middle ages and war and it, it was great. How many seasons? I'm asking for the listening audience because for me, this is a factor in whether or not I can jump in. Like, is it a lot of episodes and a lot of seasons? Yeah, I think it's, and you're going back to, I started with, I, I don't really remember things well. So I think yeah. there's three seasons um, and yeah. I think they're actually cool. building a, a fourth one right now. So a little bit yeah. of anticipation of yeah. you binge watch it all and now you got to wait for the next season to come out, which is more uncomfortable than it than it used to be. Got it. And and remind me the name of that. The Last Kingdom. The Last Kingdom. If Corey Ritchie were to be cast in The Last Kingdom, who would play the role of you? Oh man, that's a that's a great question. I you know I would say the the maybe Last Kingdom's not a good fit, but I would say the late Chris Farley um, oh. would would do a do a great Corey Ritchie. I think you know he's yeah. a funny guy. He's a good guy, and you know I love his movies and last king of definitely not a great fit for that but but i think yeah. he played hey he played maybe he well, has some but. stretch i would agree great as, yeah. as good as it gets from a comedy standpoint as far as i'm concerned okay so big brew crew fan does that mean um that you're a miller light guy or like what what's 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 in the fridge or keg or you know what, what's on tap there yeah, I would say a Miller Lite guy. I, I have some friends um, who, who are Bud Light guys, so I kind of switched to Coors Light as Switzerland, kind of in the middle of Miller yeah, Lite and Coors yeah. Light. So probably more often or not right now, you'd find Coors Light in the fridge. Is it okay to be a Bud Light person in Wisconsin? There's more of them than, than you would think, yeah, really? for sure. Really? I'm also a hophead, so I like IPAs, really hoppy beers, so that's probably in the, in the front of the fridge and then the, the Coors Light's behind that. You guys are nice people up there. My last trip to St. Louis, uh, I couldn't find a Miller Lite product anywhere. It was, it was. Uh, <laughs> I believe that. Yeah, I, I was. I was quite offended um, and thirsty. So uh, you're at a Brewers game. You have the opportunity to enter the game. What position are you playing? Oh man, right now I'm probably a you know an outfielder, maybe first baseman. I played a little bit of first base in my day. I'm I am left-handed, um, so oh, yeah? so yeah, I'm gonna go I'm that gonna works. go first base. So probably not a shortstop at, at, at with a, as a lefty, but yeah, first base makes sense. So now you're grabbing a grabbing a stick and coming out for your first at bat as a member of the Milwaukee Brewers. What's the Corey Ritchie walk-up song? Oh man, that is a that is a great question. Um, well, I'd have to go classic Pearl Jam, so it'd probably be Jeremy. Jeremy Pearl Jam, solid, solid. 
So Corey, at the end of every one of the Getting to Know podcasts, we conclude with three specific questions. You ready for those? Yeah, let's do it. What's always in the Richie refrigerator? Jalapenos. Fresh? Pickle? Yeah, not the canned, not the canned um, in a jar. Fresh jalapenos. I, I love jalapenos. Okay. And like you're going in, like slicing them up and popping them in like grapes or you're putting them on everything or how does that work? Yeah. Slicing them up and putting them on foods they work well with. That's good. That's good. Does the whole family like the heat or is that? No, just I'm, I'm on my own. You're on your own. Does that mean you have to like go procure them as well or? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I'll, they'll, they'll be in the fridge, but usually I, I need to go get them. All right. Secondly, amongst those who know you well, what would you say, Corey, you're most famous for? You know, that that's a great question, Mike. I, I don't know that I'm really famous for anything. However, I mean, I would say that um, people tell me I smile a lot and, and I'm happy. And, you know, I always tell people that, you know, if you can choose your emotion, which you, you can't always choose your emotions, but I believe sometimes you can, why not try choose something positive? Yeah, and, and try to be happy. So I try to live by that a little bit and, and stay happy. So that, that'd probably be what I'm, I'm famous for. Good for you. Well, for what it's worth in my short time here, um, that reputation precedes you. So you're doing something right on that front. And based on my you know, limited time with you, I would, I would concur. So that's a, that's a great attitude. Okay, last question. What are you most looking forward to right this very second? I'm looking forward to next summer, I think. In, in Wisconsin, we only get three good months of summer. Yeah, um, we're winding down right now, which which means the anticipation starts um, for for spring and, and summer of next year. So I'm really looking forward yeah. to getting through this winter, and hopefully, things are open next summer. The kids can, you know, fully participate in sports and with with normal length seasons. And I'm I'm really excited for that. That's great. With, with the seasons were cut short this year, I assume. Did they even get off the ground? No, we, uh, most seasons played, but shortened seasons for, for gotcha. sure. Well, thanks, Corey. I enjoyed getting to know you a little bit. I'm sure the listening audience will as well. They don't have the chance to see your smiling face like I do. To the audience, thank you for joining us again. We'll drop another podcast in two weeks. Talk to you then.